Hello guys, my name is Crystal Marie and I'm here with my fellow co-host Ty Isung. Okay guys, um, today we're going to be talking about, we're basically going to be talking about um, doctrines yes. that causes harm mm -hmm. in a relationship. Should you stay in with a doctrine that's causing you danger yes, in your a relationship? Specifically guys, we're talking about um, religious factors like such as um, a lot of people have these beliefs around like a marriage, like you should only be able to get a um, divorce if there is adultery involved. A lot of Christians um, have those values. But at the end of the day, there are so many more factors that could cause a divorce. So many more unhealthy factors, right, Ty? Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, based on doctrines, every Christian churches have different doctrines. Mm -hmm. So we are expected to apply wisdom. In everything we do even God says mm -hmm. my people perish because of lack of wisdom and how true is that especially in relationship that's what we we promote so the people that that formed this doctrine that wrote this structure is out maybe they've not, never even passed through your own situation mm -hmm. and if they've never been through your own situation how do you expect them to relate with your own situation you can only relate to something you've passed through Mm -hmm. You can relate to something you uh, physically um, um, witnessed. Mm -hmm. But if you've not witnessed something, if you've never been in pain, in severe chronic pain, how do you know what somebody else that has chronic pain, how do you know what they feel? You can't. Mm -hmm. If you've never been a mother, you cannot experience the joy that a mom has. Very true. So it's not the same thing. So there's, if you've never been a dad, you don't know what it means to be a father. Mm -hmm. You, you don't because there are some things that all these um, changes brings into your life, right? So, based on doctrines, several different churches have different doctrines. Mm -hmm. But should you stay in a marriage or in a toxic relationship just because of your doctrines? Mm -hmm. Or use your, your own God-given wisdom yeah. to decipher if this is healthy, should you continue? Or if this is unhealthy, should you... See, the issue is, like, so many people get caught up in the rules of religion um, that they don't use basic common sense. Exactly. Sometimes more atheists have more common sense, right? That, right. Yeah. That's true. I mean, and that's sad to say, but the point is, is that a lot of Christians don't do their due diligence. They, they are don't. just like weak ducks walking around, or, like, rocking, ugh, walk. I'm getting tongue twisted. Yeah, like, I'm going to share with you guys, like, I had this, um, I had this client. Mm -hmm. She She was married the first time, mm -hmm. and then after three years... They broke up. Mm -hmm. The marriage didn't work. Mm -hmm. And she's a Christian, Christian person. And then, you know, there was no sex. So three years after she left the guy, there was nobody coming up. And then, you know, she started going to church, you know. And then she met this guy because they go to the same church. But you would assume because she goes to the same church is a Christian, right? Yeah. Not everybody that goes to church yeah. is a Christian. Most of them are devils in disguise. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So now they're married. But the guy, they married like barely a year or a year and a half, and it's not working out. And then I told her because you did not fully heal. Yes, most of us confuse. Oh, it's it's over now. It's been a, it's been ten years. It's been five years. But when you still talk about that situation, when you remember that situation, it still makes your heart bleed. It means you've never really truly healed from the past. So you're not taking all those negative energy into the new one. So definitely the present one you're in is not going to work because you have not truly healed from the past one. Mm -hmm. So you're bringing it back into this present one and the same thing is bound to 
happen absolutely when you don't seek help and that's where this religious thing comes in you know you gotta support your husband you gotta give everything to your husband two shall become one yes two shall become one Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta use wisdom. That's why God has given each and every one of us brains and, and, guys, and intuitions. Honestly, look, at you should be uh, how I'm looking at relationships, guys, and as relationship coaches, um, it's very important to be with people who want to serve you, just like you want to serve them. Exactly, it's an equal give and take. Yes, it there, is. There's no way around. There's it. no way around. And it. honestly, let me tell you something, guys. The Bible calls for that exact same balance as well. Most people misinterpret it, you know, to being like, oh, just submit yourselves to your husband and all this kind of crazy stuff. And be the slave. Yeah, no, 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 The Bible calls for balance because the husband is to honor his wife and is to have her own, it even mentions in the Bible that she, he has to look out for her like he would look after himself. Exactly. So if he has to do that, that is the balance that the Bible is like. talking about. There is no misinterpretation. Right. But mm-hmm. it's just the way the doctrine is formed mm-hmm. around it to make it's like we've been brainwashed yeah, from it. Not. Even the Bible says a man that is not able to provide for his family is worse than an infidel. It's not it's not just it's not just talking about physical cash. Yeah. It's talking in all the all essence of mm-hmm. everything from cash to sex to happiness. Everything is everything. what you're supposed to use to to, to cater for your wife. Because when your wife is happy, you'll be the best happy man on half. Mm-hmm. But when your wife is sad, trust me, your life will be hell and miserable. So, so that is why the Bible said a man should cater for his family. And a man who is not able to provide for his family. So, here's the, real, so here's the real question. If a man is worse than an infidel, if he is not providing for his family in the aspects in which he should, is that grounds for leaving the marriage? Does it mean that you're in a healthy marriage now? Because again, according to the Bible, yes, you are. You, you are in uh, an unhealthy marriage. And according to a lot of Christians' beliefs, you should only be able to leave if there is when, uh, adultery. No, no so right? that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what we're that's saying it. about doctrines right mm-hmm. now. You know, people are just being brainwashed mm-hmm. because most people only follow what the doc- this doctrine says or what the pastor says. What is your own understanding mm-hmm. of what the Bible really says? Yeah. What is your own understanding of the true word of God? So why do we have to keep dwelling on, oh, this is this is just the doctrines, like they say, oh, no sex before marriage. Yes, I totally agree, no sex before marriage. But what are the guidelines that you have provided for these people? They're not having sex before marriage. They're not going to live together before marriage. But what are the guidelines Mm-hmm. that is set in place so that way to have a good healthy to have marriage, a, a yeah. good, healthy marriage to know if they are sexually compatible to know if they can be friends mm-hmm. all these things are not there that we all get married ignorantly i was a victim of that i believe in no sex before marriage i was stupid and naive too i was a church church doctrine doctrine person but at the end of the day it didn't work out because uh-huh. i didn't get to know if this guy didn't like sex i like sex mm-hmm. you didn't I, know if y'all were compatible if we're compatible regards. because there was yeah. no mentorship that we yet you go see you go see the Christian counselors, but they don't really nail it on them. They and, don't nail it. And, they don't really just, tell you. It's anything. not just a Christian thing because, like, even me being having a Christian background, I didn't put as much emphasis on that. But I didn't even ask the crucial key questions, and you I got myself in the same situation. Exactly. It's like I never ever thought I would have to ask that question. Question. Exactly. You know, asking questions in regards to sex. I know it sounds stupid, guys, and probably a lot of you have done your due diligence. But if you haven't. Oh Make sure goodness. you do. You yeah. want to know if you're on the same page. Absolutely. If you are the kind of person that, that loves sex, you love marathon sex, don't be with somebody that is just going to be one minute or one month, and once let me a month. Say, and the same applies to if you want a family guy and the guy is not a family guy, he'd rather be isolated. You need to find exactly. out those key things. Key things. Exactly. Like, does he value that time? So, let's give you some tips. 
yeah on what to look for if you are not married right now mm-hmm. and you're in a relationship and you want to really find out like are we really compatible do you share the same belief Mm-hmm. Do you share the same belief? Yes, absolutely. If um, it's a Muslim and you are one of the Christians, in there's so many Christians. Well, remember now we've discussed, now that we have gotten down to the bottom of whether or not Christianity, you sh- all the things are, you know, I'm just going to say this. The religions are not so much as important as the, the values. That both the people value, hold. exactly. The people hold, the right? yes. Share chord values. Yes. What are your own expectations? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you share the same expectations? Yeah. Do you share the same vision? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't share the same vision as you, why go into it? Mm-hmm. Why continue? Because it's not going to work at the end of the day. You're all both going to be miserable because mm-hmm. you have a different expectation. He has a different expectation. And you both cannot meet at the point. Mm-hmm. it's not going to work it's just going to co- keep causing a rift between the two of yes, you absolutely. so that is very important mm-hmm. what is your vision mm-hmm. do you have the same values yes when it comes to money monetization money how do you see yourself sharing your bills mm-hmm. is you- it 50 50 yeah. is it 70 30 mm-hmm. are you going to be the sole provider and he's just going to sleep on the couch mm-hmm. and babysit the kids or you, she's going to be city kids and he's going to be working. Because it's just, not, you have to ask those crucial questions. Mm-hmm. Also, think. it depends on, um, honestly, the whole money thing depends on the level of wealth of who you get with, right? And the level Don't, I, of, of um, again, but those, still, those things still need to be discussed. Yeah, it needs to be discussed. Even if the guy is the wealthiest guy in the world and he wants you to be a stay-at-home mom, how much is it willing to give to you every month? Because taking care of the kids, taking care of the home... It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. You get burnt out too. Mm-hmm. So there should be something that is going to be motivating you to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You should just be home and then not have anything, no matter how little. Mm-hmm. At least something, you should have something that will be yours to, mm-hmm. to, 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 keep, you, to keep you. You want to buy underwear. You want to buy sanitary pad. You want to buy other kind of things. Well, I mean, and you, you should have those, something coming to those things would be given, but for some ladies, that's it, not the situation. It's not. Um, even for some men who are in a situation where they are the stay-at-home guys mm-hmm. they may not be getting everything they need as well exactly um, and they feel sad they feel miserable because you when you don't have money you get sad too mm-hmm. you feel you you don't feel like you know like you're not capable yeah it's important not to abuse the people that you're with guys i mean if money comes and goes but if you want to have those good solid relationships you need to cultivate them you need to be good to the people that you're with yes and do good and bad right yes yeah. and you need to communicate oh yes only absolutely. stay with your friend marry mm-hmm. your friend yeah and huh. and guys we would never promote on this platform Staying in an unhealthy marriage. No. We will never, we will promote healing of yes, marriage. Yes, healing. But we we will can. Not, if there is no healing to be done and one party doesn't want to work on it. Then there's no point staying in it. Yeah, you can't stay Because in if you now. die in it, trust me, you're going to go to hellfire. Yes. Because, because God has given you the wisdom for you to understand and, and um, identify this thing. And things. guys, there's, there's nothing wrong with loving the person that you were with, but understanding that it's not healthy. Yeah. I had to come to that realization. You know, like I loved my husband, but I knew that it wasn't going to be a good fit for us. And so I made that choice to separate. Sometimes people will separate because they're just angry. They've had enough. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes people will separate out of love because you just know it's not going to be a good situation. Right. And it's yeah. no longer healthy for mm-hmm. you. Things yeah. happen. Things happen in life. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Changes happen in life, but the thing is, you must be able to identify when it's now a threat. Mm-hmm. Because when we when we say the threat, you, when you, you when you are unhappy, when you are sad, there's so many things start creeping into your life: mm-hmm. depression, hypertension, diabetes, 
Because when you're depressed, all these diseases just start to creep in. Mm-hmm. And then when all this happened, then we're now going back to God and ask for a miracle. We want him to heal us, right? Mm-hmm. But it, this shouldn't have even led to that in the first place. If you are taking the right initiative, initiative or taking the right step to either fixing it. And if it's not fixable, leave before it takes your life. There's so many people that have lost their lives mm-hmm. due to an unhealthy marriage. I know. Or unhealthy relationship. They just want to stay in there because oh, they yes, want to endure. No, endure. Nobody's ever divorced in my lineage. Nobody's ever done this in my lineage. I'm just going to stay. What is the, what, what virtues am I bringing to my kids? The thing is, if you stay in that marriage with all the negativities that is in it, your kids are only going to attract the same people. And that's the very thing that I cannot The kids appreciate. will attract the same people. So yeah. when is this? It's just going to be like a generational cost kind of a thing. It's like it's passing down from one generation to the other. We want our kids to turn out better than we do, right? Mm-hmm. But when you still stay in this kind of relationship, our kids going to attract the same people. People look at your lives. Look at our, also, your parents' lives and see and compare. It's called passing on generational curses. Exactly. You're passing on the burdens that your parents endured. It, that means that you haven't learned the lesson. See, exactly. Because the thing, guys, is those same lessons are going to continue to be reintroduced into your life until mm-hmm. they are healed. Exactly. So if you are not the one to heal it, guess what? Your next generation is going to be tasked with that. But if exactly. they don't get it, then they, they pass it on they too. They pass it on. So, so when is it going to stop? Absolutely. When is it going to stop? And if you look at yourself, and you cannot boldly say in your heart of hearts that you pray or you wish that your kids can marry somebody like their father or the kids you want your kids to marry somebody like their mother then it is time for you to leave that marriage because when you don't leave that kind of relationship how are you going to attract the, the person that has been your own true soulmate how because you're already you're taking you're with somebody else's soulmate yes absolutely that person doesn't belong to you because they belong to you, everything will work well. And guys, there's something called people belong with you for a season. Exactly. Um, in tarot, that's they're called karmics, meaning they are put in your life for a lesson. Was, exactly. Like, what is the lesson, and are you going to learn? Like it? with my first marriage, I think that was the same thing I went through. I learned my lesson, mm-hmm. and I went through my healing process. So I do not want the same thing to happen in my next relationship. Exactly. I do not want that to repeat itself mm-hmm. in my next marriage. You know, because I do not want my kid to marry somebody like that man. Exactly. So if you cannot truly answer this question, it's something to ponder on. It's something you need to sit and think about. Do you wish that your kids marry somebody like their father or their mother? If your answer is no, you need to make a U-turn today. Yeah, you have to make that U-turn. And really analyze and dabble with self-realization. Um... Yeah, you can do it. Anyways, guys, we're going to leave it at that. Hopefully you got something valuable from it. All right. Bye. Bye.